All right, y'all. So this is Figure It Out, uh, episode 30 we're on. And very pleased to have our guest with us, Tony Simmons uh, from Essex. What's up, Tony? Hello. So, um, yeah, Tony, uh, well, uh, Tony, you know, is a, is a woman of God, uh, you know, Hebrew is light. And, uh, you know, uh, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, tell us about your journey and everything. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be on here. I've, um, I've never done anything like this before, so, um, thanks for having me on here. I'm, I'm excited to do with you. Well, we always enjoy having a guest on. Um, yeah, um, I'm from London. I was born in London, Whips Cross. Um, I was basically, um, I'll just tell you a bit about myself. I was um, basically um, raised, both my parents were atheists. Um, so yeah, I was, uh, my primary school and secondary school, I was, yeah, I was pretty much just atheist for a long time. Um, my primary school and secondary school didn't have they didn't we didn't I don't remember any religious education classes or anything like that. Um we had um primary school there was like morning assembly where they did kinda of like prayers and um songs. That was kinda of weird that we didn't have <laughs> didn't have much. I don't know, my parents said it was just the timing of back then they did they didn't do much. Like um they just didn't do it then, I don't know. Yeah, so with atheist uh parents, uh what what eventually brought you to around to coming to Christ? Um it was a few things over a few years really. Um um, when I was eight years old, I was diagnosed with Asperger's, um, like autism. Um, I was diagnosed with dyspraxia, which is just like, just my balance and learning difficulties. Um, that doesn't affect me that much, just balance and, um, learning difficulties was just only really with time and writing kind of like that um, uh there was a yeah a few things that happened but, um, um the first thing was um first thing basically well the school yeah didn't have any much religion in the school and then um after school um the first thing actually happened was I went on a Christian holiday. One of my friends was a Christian, so we went to New Forest. Um, not much happened, but there was a woman there saying, um, 
saying that she's seen God, spoke to God. So I was just, I was just basically shocked. I was speech. I didn't say anything. I was speechless. So, um, not, not much happened there really. And then the second thing when I was, uh, when I was about 18 or something. So I got a job in a church that's near me where we would serve food to elderly people, um, people with disabilities. Um, yeah, so that, so that was like the second religious kind of thing. And, um, then after that, um, I got a job in a, I was just in a school kitchen. And then there was a lady there who was um, Christian. She was like, um, I would say, I would say about nature. I was, I was quite spiritual. I believed in spirits and stuff then. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I kind of believed in nature and spiritual stuff. So she would, I would say, um, oh that's something to do with nature and she would say oh that's god <laughs> so that 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 laid a few people kind of helped me it was a long it was a long journey over years with a few different people helping me and that um and then i wanted to be i can't i wanted to be pagan at that because just because I, I love i love animals and nature <laughs> right. Yeah. So I actually was like researching about pagan stuff. Um, I found out that pagans have like three, or they have like more than three gods. They have loads of a god of trees, and so they have so many gods. And I was like, I was like, no, I don't want to be pagan anymore. I can't. I was like, I can't handle the amount of gods that pagans worship: <laughs> the moon and the sun. <laughs> I can't worship. Right. I can't do that. So I start. Yeah. I just started researching. Too many things to pray to. Religions and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah too, many, too many things to worship and pray to. So I. <laughs> yeah. So I just. I was just looking, um, searching online and YouTube, and then I came across um, Lorna Byrne. I started reading her books. Um. So it was her books that really convinced me of God and like Jesus and Christian. Um, her books are about angels and God. Yeah, really, she. I don't know if I'd been been convinced if it wasn't for her. I was also I was born Jewish as well. Mm -hmm. Like on my mum's side of the family, I, um, yeah, I was born um, Jewish. I'm part English, part quarter Greek, and on my dad's side, and then no uh, Jewish on my side. Oh. Um, did um, so like, did your did your mom's Jewish background? uh like did so then did she ever have things from that like 
even though like she figured that she was atheist, was there any like cultural things that she still like passed down to you? Um, not really. My mum's parents, my grandparents, they never, they didn't celebrate any Jewish things or they didn't even celebrate Christmas really. They didn't, they didn't like celebrating then much. Um, I mean, I know a lot of Jewish people that are really nice. Um, in my secondary school, I was a Jewish teacher. We had, there were some Jewish traditions in my secondary school was like, there was Muslims there, Christians, Jew, there was a lot of different kinds of people there. And, um, I think there's a Jewish tradition I learned in, in my secondary school of um, apparently Jewish people <laughs> eat apple with honey. We learned, we learned kind of some of the Jewish foods. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I don't know any Jewish traditions other than food. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, my, my grandparents, my mum, they didn't celebrate any Jewish traditions, but they did eat Jewish food, so. So, yeah. I, I ended up liking Jewish food. But, no, I, I, like, I like Jewish people. I like... Um, I know a lot of nice Jewish people, and I, I like the fact that I'm part Jewish, really. And then, um, you mentioned like, <laughs> growing up with uh, Asperger's dyspraxia. Um, uh, what do you, do you have, so I'm, I'm guessing, you, what are your, like, opinions on, uh, like, how how that was in because there'll be some people who will be like oh well you know why why does god give you know people these kind of hardships where like you know they grow up with something like asperger's and uh you know yeah, well, kind of out of their control and like, <laughs> how do you figure that works in, into the uh the plan yeah, um, I, I did want to try and say something about disability on here anyway um I don't know, you know, um, I don't know why God would, I don't know why God would give people Asperger's, I, I looked into it, I come up with, it seems to be like a lot of different answers, it, um, it, some people seem to say it's a gift, some people seem to, some people said it's from like demons and stuff, some people said it's like a curse for demons, some people said it's a gift, I believe, I believe it can be both. I believe some people are gifted with it, and some people are some people are more affected with it. Like um, I actually saw on the news recently where an eight-year-old boy with Asperger's was suicidal. So it, it can really be a curse to some people. Other people have like a special talent. It can be a gift to some people. So it seems like it can be both. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I do think for some people it can be some kind of demonic, or some people it can be like a gift. I see. But um, I don't know. I, 
doesn't really seem doesn't seem to be much of a gift to me. I'm not it's not giving me any special ability. How do you feel like it was for you? Um it doesn't feel like a, it doesn't feel like a gift to me, no, not really. My dog's saying hello. <laughs> yeah, I hear him in the background. I was wondering what that was. <laughs> Steven, did you think the demons were coming out? <laughs> right. The camera's gone. The camera's gone? Yeah, I'll do it. Hang on. I don't think you can see him on the camera, but you can hear him barking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, if I, if I could get rid of the upper, I'd get rid of it. Um, the other dyspraxia and the other learning difficulties in dyspraxia doesn't bother me that much. I wouldn't care if I kept it, but um, yeah, if I could get rid of the Asperger somehow, I probably would. It's, it's not giving me any, uh, doesn't seem to give me any talents or gifts or anything. I don't need to learn anything. Do you think maybe though you you see the, the world differently um, because of it than like had, um, you know, had you not grown up with the like, like it gave you like a kind of special insight to, to certain things, maybe. I guess maybe I see the maybe I see the world a little differently. I don't. I'm not sure if I see the world differently. Um, it's kind of hard to. Um, by I mean, kind of. Um, right. I relate to uh, when I was. When I was reading Lorna Burns' books, I, I relate to her. Uh, she says like, she says she's like in her own. She describes it being in because she's always seen angels since a baby. Being in her own little world, I think Asperger's is kind of like being in your own little world. And but obviously, I don't, I've never seen angels or anything. But with mm. with Lorna, it was um, she was in her own world because it was distraction seeing the angels all the time and. Um, hmm. I know, yeah. I know a while back, uh, you and I had talked about like uh, near death experiences. Um, you did, did, you did you have a near death experience, or, or maybe? Um, no, I never had a near death experience, I never, I never died. Um, when I was born, um, I didn't drink milk for a, a long time, apparently. Um, so maybe when I was a baby, I may have nearly died or died when I was a baby, but I don't remember. Mm. Just because I was um, some kind of drugs, painkillers. and So I was born, I was kind of drugged when I was born and I, I didn't drink milk, so I was starved. When I was born, yeah. I don't know if that's what I called my learning difficulties or Asperger's or what, but 
How come you weren't able to? I don't know. Um, because the drugs, my mum, painkillers and drugs she had, it went into me, and then I was asleep. I wouldn't wake up to drink any milk for like a few hours. But I don't know. Um, no one's actually told me whether I would died as a baby or not. But I don't remember. I don't remember anything from that far back. And you're saying the with the the drugs that were in your system, or is the the lack of the milk that might have caused your Asperger's. Yeah, the, the maybe the drugs and the lack of food, maybe both of it. Because mm. Asperger's is um, neurological, so it could have it could have you know the, affected the brain, like being starved and drugs maybe affects the neurons in the brain. Yeah, I've met a couple of people with Asperger's, but I never. Uh... Never understood how, uh, what caused it, <coughs> I suppose. No, I think, I don't know, I think, I think there's a lot of different things that can cause it, but. Mm. They usually, I was diagnosed when I was eight, I think. They usually diagnosed between like, three and. Yeah, usually between like three and eight. I mean, some people don't get diagnosed till they're older. There's some people not diagnosed till they're like forty or. People in the that around the seventies are only just being diagnosed in their forties or fifties. It's only yeah. There's some coming. some people that are born in the forties or. 50s. I didn't know much about it then, so there. There's some people that's only diagnosed when they're when they're like 50 years old. So. Yeah. Of course, it varies, and the age when you're diagnosed it just it varies a lot. I think. The only thing close to the only thing I can say close to near death experiences when I was I, I I told after this earlier when I was three when I was about three years old I was asking my parents questions and um. My parents said that I spoke about a past life at the age of three. I don't oh. remember hardly anything about it. I all right, yeah. Apparently, when I was three, I went into yeah. So, so um, do do your parents recall to you like from your uh, when you told them about your past life? Well, when I was when I was three years old, I went into a lot of detail about it, but my parents can't remember a lot of detail, and I can't remember a lot of detail. But um, unfortunately, all I remember now is it was it was Mexico, and I remember a mum and a dad, 
I remember a yellow Labrador and I remember it was like a farmhouse. And <laughs> unfortunately that is, that's all I can remember, but there must have been more because, yeah, because I, I was went into detail when I was younger, so there must have been more to it than that. That's interesting though that um, it was still, uh, you know, dealing with like animals there. Cause, like, you work with like dogs now too. Yeah, and like study I love animals. My parents always say, oh, I should farm, I love animals. And then I remember the, I do kind of remember I lived in a, a farmhouse in Mexico. So <laughs> must have got my love of animals. Cause I'm, I mean, my nan loves animals as well. So. I thought maybe I got it from my nan, but could have come from could have come from the, more than one place. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I wish I remembered more about. It, it's cool though that you knew, like at three, that like you were gonna deal with dogs. Um, because you know, there's some people like still now our age, and they still don't know what they're doing. You know, but at three, you just kind of like have this vision, like, well, yeah, like <laughs> I used to live with dogs, but like, and you end up working with them later on. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember, uh, there's definitely, uh, I don't remember any siblings. I remember a mom and I remember a mom and a dad. I got a feeling, mom, my mom had blonde hair, and I don't know, the, I think the dad had, I can't remember, the blonde or brown. I don't know, and I'm, yeah, I remember a yellow Labrador, other animals, because it was a farmhouse, other animals, but I don't remember what the other animals was. Do you have a favourite kind of dog now? A favourite dog? Um, it's not, it's not Labradors, no, I like small dogs, I like um, crossbreed. Small crossbreeds are my favourite now, I think. Oh, those are pretty popular nowadays. Wait, uh, what what kind of dog do you have? He's half pug and half shark. Also, he's not. He's not coming on the camera for some reason. Mm -hmm. There he is. We <laughs> <laughs> actually got. He just uh, bought two so half, like half Boston Terriers over here. Uh, my mum had a Boston Terrier when she was little. I think it was actually called Boston. <laughs> <laughs> That's an apropos name for it. Right. <laughs> she had a, a Yorkshire Terrier called Tiny, um, a Chihuahua. No, sorry, a Yorkshire Terrier called Magpie, and a Chihuahua called Tiny, mm. and a Boston Terrier called Boston. <laughs> Buddy, you just bark so much. Doesn't <laughs> stop eating. He's obsessed with food and barking. Hey, by the way, tell me, how do you, um, how do you like uh, Essex compared to London and, uh, 
what are some of the differences or like um similar that you like about it and everything that i like about what like uh essex compared to london oh essex compared to london um it's kind of part of london um well i was yeah i was born in london but um I moved out of London when um, I was still quite young when I moved out of London. Um, I did uh, when I was younger. I quite a lot. I quite liked London, but I don't. Um, I don't really like London anymore. As it's just um, there's so much. It's just so busy and it's so um, there's so much. Uh, yeah, it's like so much uh, stabbings and there's so much knife crime in London right now and it's so busy and I wouldn't want to live in London now. Mm. Yeah, I had heard about that. Um, actually, I, I don't know if it ended up, I don't remember if it ended up passing, but weren't they trying to like uh, ban knives in, in London? Because of... Ban what? Uh, they're like they're trying to ban knives. Ban. Ah. Are you gonna ban knives though? Oh, ban knives. Um. They, they, um. What they do is anyone that gets carry carrying a knife gets caught. They do round about five. Years. I don't. I don't think they've actually banned knives. They, they, you're not allowed. You to can't. Carry, you're not you're not allowed to carry knives in the street. I don't. They can't ban them because you have to have. You, yeah. They can't ban them from your house. What am I gonna cut my food here? <laughs> but um, yeah. There's a lot of. There's a lot of people carrying knives, stabbing people. The latest thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the latest thing with knives in London was recently was smashing smashing cars when they're driving their windows and then trying to attack people in the cars that's oh, wow. the latest Hurry up, <laughs> yeah so so they um so then yeah they they ban uh people from carrying knives that that's how it works yeah just I think that's all they can do is ban them from carrying them in the street, really. Hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was interested about that story because, um, you know, over here we, you know, we've been having instances where like shootings and stuff, and um, and you know, people kind of uh, lobbying to to take our, our gun rights away. Well, I thought that was interesting because, like, I over there, you guys don't really have guns. Um, so now, even now, they're they they have a knife problem. So. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of things about guns in America, but um, it's like here the problem. America's got a problem with guns, and here here's the problem with knives. It's like because um because um it's illegal to have a gun unless you uh, do hunting or you have, have to you have to have a license for same over there license for guns over here to hmm. if you're a farmer or hunting or i think like a police officer 
I don't know if you have a license. Have to have a license for a gun in America. Yeah, yeah, we have to have. Yeah, we have to have a gun license. Um, and it it, 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 it it a little bit like depending on what exactly the laws are and stuff. Yeah, I I don't know why I don't understand why the problem with guns is worse in America and why the problems with knives is worse in England. I don't. It's because I don't really want understand. to protect their families with guns in case people come out there. But there are people that, because it, it, it's easy to get guns over there, some people that shouldn't really have guns get guns. So it's a catch-22. You want to protect your family. <laughs> but you also want to protect your family from people with guns. That can harm you. So you're screwed Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Different countries. Exactly what he said. <laughs> yeah. Every single uh, country you go to. Every different country you go to has a different like problem, I guess. A lot of issues. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it just feels to show that, you know, humans are violent, and, uh, you know, <laughs> they're going to be violent in one way or another. So. Well, it also shows that we can be creative in how we kill each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take our guns yeah. away, we got to get more creative. Yeah, man, man has only found a way to, to hurt each other. <laughs> I've been told by some other people that um, certain cities, someone said to me, certain cities are a lot more evil than others. Like London's quite an evil city. I think, well, I think when you get really like dense, uh, you know, you, you start losing like community values. Uh, like, you know, so it's going to be like a lot of different lifestyles in LA than compared to like a, a small town, like out in the country yeah. or something, you know. Some places are a lot worse than others. Mm. Yeah. But, like, you get too many people together, and, you know, and, uh, a percentage of them are going to be bad, you know. So, like, when you have a million people, you know, you get compared to you know a couple hundred people. You like you have that many more bad people and for things to, to go haywire. I think we had the fireworks here. I think my dog's barking because there was um apparently there's someone had fireworks. I didn't hear any fireworks. Uh, is there anything special going on? A what? Is there anything special going on? No, um, I can go in another room, but um, people do fireworks because of Halloween in England, I think. Uh, they're getting kind of... They're getting kind of... Um, the last few years in England, they're getting crazy with fireworks. Um, it used to just be for bonfire night. Um, now people start doing it for Halloween and all kinds of occasions. <laughs> I've done that a couple of times growing up. 
Yeah, yeah, we got people doing that in the states here and there. <laughs> I prefer it when it's, it when it's just for bonfire, and that really. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a massive fan of. I used to kind of like fires. I'm not a massive fan much anymore. Not for everything. I've gone to the novel because the dog's barking. <laughs> right, you're like you're like, hey, those, those things are setting my dog off. <laughs> yeah, they they freak animals out, but um, I just don't like them as much as I used to. They kind of get on my nerves, and they never used to get on my nerves. So. Yeah, I think I, I think I um, went the other way with fireworks, but <laughs> <laughs> like as I don't know, as a kid, I didn't really care for them. I was like, okay, whatever, yeah, another fireworks show. But then, um, except you know, like, like there's a couple times where like me and some friends got some like illegal ones from Mexico or whatever, <laughs> but it was still I'm like. Not even from other states. When I was a kid, I think I liked, I might have been scared of them when I was little and then I liked them and then, I don't know. Things don't really scare me much anymore, they kind of irritate me instead now. <laughs> things <laughs> things I'm scared of just irritate me. <laughs> I've, I've always been a pyrotechnic. I don't <laughs> You ever set anything on, on fire? I, ne I nearly burned my parents' house uh, down. <laughs> How'd that happen? Fireworks. <laughs> 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 so you were, you were a real pro with them? No. <laughs> I, was, I was a wannabe pyro. Yeah. Or pyromaniac kind of pyro. Uh. Talking about catching stuff on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you almost burnt your house down there, eh, Stephen? <laughs> I, I did. Yeah. What'd your parents do about that? Oh, uh, they. I didn't. I didn't tell my dad until I was an adult. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You just had a quick panic moment there, like, oh, snap, fireworks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I never nearly burnt my house down. We had um, our neighbor's house caught on fire, and one of the places I worked had a small fire, but. Uh, <laughs> I've been around fires, but I never, I never really started one. But it's all right if your neighbor's house is on fire, right? As long as it's not your house. That's the. They both were fine. They both survived, and um, that they, they had to kind of rebuild a lot of the house. But the the house was out yeah, of sight. Survived, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really. Um, but were were you in? Was it close enough that it, or that you were worried about like the fire jumping over to your house? Yeah, it was. I could see. Yeah, it was close. I could see it. Um, 
I don't know if it was close enough that the fire would come to us because I think the fire brigade was already there, but yeah, it was quite close. I was worried it was quite close. Yeah. That <clears throat> yeah, was funny. I was thinking about it just now. Um, you were talking about how you were kind of brought up atheist and then found religion later. Um, yeah, it was atheist. Until I was like eight, 18. Um, before I was 18, I was, I was like, um, I was quite spiritual. Uh, I believed in, I just, I believed in ghosts and I didn't really have the right idea. I was spiritual, but I had kind of the wrong idea about, I thought, um, there's some weird things I used to think. I thought, um, I thought that bad evil spirits was bad people that died. So I thought like if someone's house is haunted, I thought it was a bad person that dies and they carry on staying bad when they're dead. <laughs> and right. I thought that they kind of, I thought they stayed, their spirit stayed on earth and carried on being bad. That's what I used to think. Yeah. Like children horror stories, right? <laughs> No, it's, I didn't. It's not a story. I didn't. I didn't pick it up from anywhere. It's just um, lack of knowledge. I. I mean, mm -hmm. I didn't yeah, even know what bits pieces together for you. It's like I didn't know what heaven was or anything. I used to. I didn't even know if spirits went to heaven or they stayed on earth. I thought. Um, I thought heaven was a parallel universe. That's what I used. I used. I used to think heaven was a parallel universe and. You either went to a parallel universe or your spirit stayed on Earth. That's, <laughs> that's why. That's an I was, um, things, though. I kind of like that. <laughs> I was I was quite spiritual, but I had no religious education, so. Yeah, I was I thinking about. You're just I like I know something's going on here, but I don't know what. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, like, I was like, I know something goes on if you die, but I don't know what, kind of like. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the opposite for me growing up, because I was brought up in a strong Catholic family, and uh, then I kind of chose not to follow any religion as an adult. So I kind of went backwards, or the opposite of <laughs> where you went. It works, it works any way around. Like, I don't think it really matters how, which way you raise children, it it works anyway. Uh, right, we're each, all gonna do what we're gonna do. People make up their own mind, no matter how they're raised. I think every human makes up their own mind. Well, yeah, it's got it's got to be your choice, and that's why I know Steve, Stevens. Stevens actually, he's coming back. You know, he's seen the movement and loving it. <laughs> I um. I quite strongly believe in like not forcing people into stuff really. Right. Yeah, you can't you can't force anyone into anything. A lot of people like, like and I see this on both like atheists and Christians thinking that they could like keep their mind on God or something. And that's not really what it's about. All you can do is plant seeds, and it's got to be between them and God. Yeah, I mean, forcing just isn't 
nine out of ten times is not going to even work, really. Yeah, it's like electroshock therapy. Like, hey, this is what you should believe. You know, like, yikes. Yeah, no, I think I think only about it is just you know just planting seeds, spreading the love of Christ, and then when it when it's their time to come to Him, that will be their time. Yeah, but, I remember yeah. I, <coughs> I had an, I think I had an, I had an operation to have my wisdom teeth removed, and I think I was spiritual then, but I was I wasn't actually I didn't believe in God or Jesus or anything like that then, and I was like. I remember I was like not scared at all. I was like, okay, I, d I didn't really care if I if I died or lived in the operation. I would. I was like, I'm not scared because you know, my spirit will go to parallel well, universe. Yeah. My spirit will stay in heaven. I, I had like zero fear, and then I woke up from the operation and I woke up crying. But nothing bad happened in the operation. Mm -hmm. But I don't actually know why I woke up crying and like the nurses was like um, didn't know what was wrong with me. They was like, "What's the matter? Why are you crying?" I was like, "I don't know what I said to the nurse. I don't know. I don't know why I'm crying. I I don't know if it's the drugs. I don't know if it's like did I maybe actually? I don't think there's a high chance I actually died because the operation went well. Nothing went wrong. So." don't know like was it the drugs was it i'd be pretty upset if i died getting my wisdom teeth pulled it's a complete that's an interesting of faith though because you know like what once you with christ like it doesn't it doesn't matter if you live or die so you kind of already right. feel that calm um yeah. No, I get it. But then after you woke up, you were like, oh, wait. Like, you know, you woke up crying. And I, I think an inter interesting parallel to that, because uh, I recently saw um, this video where, uh, I don't know if you know Candace Owens. She's uh, uh, one of the leaders of Turning Point here, Turning Point USA. And she was telling her story about like, how... Uh, she just had like she she was like going out drinking and and like nothing happened and after after her like little drinking binge like she just woke up crying and she didn't know why and he just felt like at that moment God quit drinking. You just think it's the alcohol must you always think it's the the drug or the alcohol that's done something but how do you tell if it's like the drugs or it's you actually died or it's like you could have been in see I believe I was I was trying to explain something I believe that like when you when you're I believe everybody goes to heaven when they're asleep like at least once a night so if you have an operation you're put to sleep you I guess you could kind of go to heaven the same as the same as if you're asleep but Operation sleep and nighttime sleep. It could could be pretty similar. I guess the operation is a deeper sleep. <laughs> so yeah, I was trying I to explain you know, some Christian page. I was trying to trying to explain to some other Christians about. Um, I don't think they didn't seem to know that. Like, yeah, well, Stephen. 
uh, back in the day, I used to mess around with socialism. Uh, so I would go into some deep, deep sleeps with that stuff. Uh, their uh, anesthetic and as well as analgesic. And um, like, those were those are really good sleeps, you know. Until the point I had a, um, I actually had a, a a lot of stuff that you know mixed with a bunch of other things and um my heart actually stopped for a little while and uh, the doctors weren't sure if they're gonna bring me back or not, if they could um and then like so then i was in a, a coma for a little while and that was like <laughs> you know nothing to sleep <laughs> the deepest did you not? Yeah, yeah, that was a real comfortable sleep. Yeah, the yeah. like a deep sleep, isn't it? But yeah, I think you're technically alive because the machine keeps you alive in the coma, so you're. Yeah. I you're well, like, I prefer a deep sleep over a coma though, because like coma is just so much like nothing. Like, you know, like because I've, I've had other near death experiences where at least like you know I knew there was like chemicals coming like releasing and like it was like this crazy dream state you know but, just thought, um i just thought a coma would be the same as the deep sleep like like an, I mean, maybe it's different for different people but my like, like i never I, no i never think but i never had anything like that so i don't that's just what i what i heard that's just what i assumed i guess yeah, a whole long string in dreams. <laughs> yeah, no, because I've had other like where it was like that. Um, but yeah, you know, like just a, like a crazy ass like dream state. But with the the coma, it was like just a whole lot of nothingness. But like I don't know, maybe it just depends I how watch. you die of what you see. <laughs> I've like, watched a lot of YouTube videos about near-death experience and there's obviously there's usually it's like a heaven or hell one and then see there's only really three the third one seems to be like a a black nothingness it's yeah, like I, I've experienced all three too so I, I can tell you that the green one's the best <laughs> <laughs> If you if you're gonna yeah, go, the, no, the nothingness like, one. You want to go in your sleep when you're like on the good dream, you know, because like your brain just releases chemicals and it's just right. it's a fun ride, you know. <laughs> I think the I think the nothingness one has to be the weirdest because it 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 feels like to me like um if you was an atheist it feels like it's just if you was an atheist that believed in nothing after death it feels like and then you actually experience nothing. It feels like it would just confirm that. It feels like it would just confirm that there's nothing. If, you, mm. if I was an atheist, as an atheist, and there was nothing, I'd just be like, right, that conf that just well, confirms. Nothing if well, for me, it didn't because I had already had uh, other ones. So I, <laughs> but I like. You know, for for like some of my other and like it was a blessing to see what I saw. Whereas with that one is like kind of my own uh, up. So it was like, all right, you know, I wasn't like blessing anything this time. But 
I mean, it, it, it didn't really like confirm anything or not confirm anything. I was just out. Yeah. Like, um, when I woke up, had, I didn't really remember. Like it might be. It might because you it might be because that wasn't your first near death experience. That might be why as well. Or is that could that be why? Yeah, it could be. Because like my spirit animal is a lion, and uh, like some of my friends had a joke that like I need to quit dying all the time. Uh, I may not have any more lives. <laughs> it's like then so you, you might have nine lives. <laughs> Yeah, I may have nine lives, but I'm definitely down to a few. <laughs> well, I'm actually my uh, my my birthday is July 27th, so my my star sign is Leo. I don't know if I don't know if that means that's my spirit animal is a lion. Well, you definitely have some nine qualities in you, probably. Are you you actually are you you Leo? Are you Leo star sign? No, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> Oh. But uh, my mom's a Leo, <laughs> and I've, yeah, was, that's not, I've always been attracted to Leo. I have, I have a lot of Leo friends. Oh. I thought you was like getting the lion from your stars. Oh no, no, oh. that's just my actual spirit animal. It's <laughs> just pops out. My, my spirit animal would be my spirit animal would be different from the star sign Leo. I think as well. I think. My spirit animal would be maybe like a dog. Yeah, I, maybe maybe you're a golden lab. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I just dogs are my favorite animals. So that's why I say that. I can see that. And I mean, I'm on. And like labs are like pretty cool too. Like I, I think you have that like oil quality, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm quite. Uh, I think a lot of people with Asperger's seem to be quite loyal people. Oh yeah, is that a common trait of Aspergers? Usually, usually, yeah, autism and Aspergers usually is. Um, it can it can be related to. I think it's <coughs> it's people with Asperger's. It's common that they have. Uh, I think it's common that they can have Down syndrome, epilepsy, like the learning difficulties, dyspraxia. It's quite common that they have other disabilities with it. Uh, I see. It may it makes you like more prone. To <coughs> yeah, I think so. Well, um, what I was. Oh, I was saying before about um, with the Lorna Byrne thing. Um, I, was, I relate to her because she she has learning difficulties and she has um, dyslexia with words. So she's um, uh, she's sixty something years old. So she was born in Ireland sixty years ago. So because um, she was. So distracted by angels and out of her in her own little world and she had dyslexia they actually the teachers or doctors said they said um she was mentally retarded because 60 years ago and that's what that's what they called it back then 
So if I was born 16 years ago, they might have said, I'm, I'm mentally retarded. So, <coughs> so yeah, I, I could relate to Lorna reading her books. Thank yeah. goodness you weren't born back then. <laughs> That's what that added to the strong connection that you felt with her. Yeah, yeah. Um, she really helps people understand about number one, I'd say angels. Number two, like God. And then for me, yeah, that if you're someone with a disability, uh, reading her books, it's so yeah, just an amalgamation of all those things and the other, <laughs> the other Christians that you had met um, earlier in your life. All that kind of came together. Um, well, no, I met, ever since I I'm, met Christian, yeah, ever since I was born, really, my, my nan, who's my, got a nan and granddad who died, um, my nan and granddad that's still alive, she, my nan's Christian, so, yeah, I've always had at least one Christian family member. Since I was born, I guess. Yeah, there's always one of us around, huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. Not many in my family. Well, I live in England. It's um, the I think the highest population in England is atheist. Mm. Um, probably second might be Muslim or Christians. There's not very high population in England. Well, yeah, didn't you guys just take in a, a lot more Muslim people recently? Uh, yeah, we've always, yeah, we, we've always took in the people from other countries ever since I can, ever since I was, I remember, yeah, we've well, always. Well, yeah, well, yeah, you guys, you guys, <laughs> I mean, um, like recently from the, the, from the Middle East, uh, with, with the people seeking refuge, didn't you take in a lot of refugees recently? I think so. Yeah. We tend to take a lot of I think kind of like the oh from all, all kinds of countries, but there's a lot of Muslims, London, not where, really where I live, but yeah, in London there's a lot of kind of Muslim oh, the other religions that are similar to Muslims are like I can't remember what you call it, Sikhs or... Well, Sikhs yeah. are pretty different. Like... We have all cut. I mean, cool. yeah. Really <laughs> it's quite similar to America, where we have all different kinds of religions here, but the difference right. is America's... America's got quite a high population of Christians, whereas... Yeah. We've got quite a low population. Hmm. I but didn't know that. We're still um we're still kind of multicultural like like America. Mm, but it's yeah. smaller country than that. <clears throat> but we're multi multicultural. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> um Lorna loves America, by the way. Oh, awesome. 
Say smartly. She's written a book about America. She loves. She says, um, when she gets off the, <clears throat> when she gets off the plane in America, she says it's got a different vibe to other, like any other country she's been to. It's a different, special vibe of America. She says. Hmm. Yeah, she loves. She loves America. We we tend to believe that America is exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> she um. I won't tell you too much, you know, in case you read the book, but she says, um, God seems to send her back to America. God seems to have a mission for her with America. And she says, um, she says that America was, America was intended as a gathering. It was a country to gather people from all over the world. It was, it, America's intention was to, bring people of all religions together to gather. That's what, gather people. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we do have um, some of the most, like, greatest uh, freedom of religion compared to most other countries. Well, we're up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be multicultural. Yes. And uh, I mean, I, I believe what Lorna says. Has, there's some, some God-given reason. I guess with people fighting all the time, I guess um, trying to get people of different religions to come together and get along. That's instead of fighting. That's I guess that's his his intention with America. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, that's a tall order there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean... It's uh, hard, for, it's hard to, a harder order for humans to do, but it's, it's, it's God's intention what he wants, I think. Slowly moving in that direction. Yeah, you know. America under one God, eventually we'll get there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I definitely um, thank you, Tony, for you know, sharing with us your, your experiences for the show and some of the things that, you know, brought you to your faith. Yeah, it was awesome meeting you. Yeah, thanks for, it was good hearing about the, like, near-death experiences and all that. I'm, um, I'm on a page on Facebook called Christians of Asperger's, and I posted a post the other day. I've been looking for, I said if I wanted people with, like, Asperger's, autism or disabilities to um, say about, because when I, when, I, when I was on YouTube, it's like, hardly anything comes up if you, if you type um, Asperger's autism near-death experience, there's not a lot on YouTube or there's not a lot about it. So I kind of don't anyone with disabilities or autism. If you, if you could share or put it on Facebook or 
I doubt you spot this, but uh, yeah, I've been looking for near death experience stories, but um, especially people with disabilities or autism. So it's good to hear that. Yeah. But you're breaking up a little bit there. Um, oh, are, you, are you further from your internet box? <sighs> Uh, there you are again. We got you back. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been good though. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, what uh, what's a what's a a good book from uh, Lorna Byrne that that we should check out? A good book. Um, she's got um she's got um she's got a prayer book. Um, she's got other books about angels. I've got all of her books. She's got um Kindle. There's one Kindle one which is um a mess. There's a message of Christmas hope from the angels. So um, I'm reading that one at the moment um on a Kindle. So a there's a one called a message of Chris of Christmas hope. You said. Yeah, there's a message of Christmas hope from the angels, and there's um, there's a regular message of hope. But I started reading the Christmas one. Okay, thanks. Yeah, check Good time of year to start. But if you just type Lorna, type Lorna Burn into Amazon, and it comes up with all the books, really. Nice. Cool. Well, you know, start with that one and, and go from there. Uh, and also, by the way, it's the right uh, time. <laughs> right. I'm reading that. It's the appropriate time of year, so that's why I'm reading that one. And uh, also, by the way, uh, Stephen and I do this uh, app uh, called Charity Miles. Uh, so I'm not sure if they have it there in the UK, but. Uh, uh, you should certainly check it. It's called uh, yeah, Charity Miles. It's the green app. Um, and basically, for however miles you like walk or jog or like exercise each day, it'll track your miles and donate it to your favorite charity. Um, okay. I'm not sure if the app works in uh, the UK, but hey, give it a roll. And uh, if so, then join our team on there. Please. Yeah. If he's. Send a link, I can try it, yeah. I mean, I usually walk my dog most days, so. Perfect. <laughs> usually. Yeah. All right, Miss Tony. well, it was awesome having you on. Uh, you were a great guest. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch, and this has been Figure It Out, episode 30, the big 3-0. Great. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was, I enjoyed it. My first time, so it was good. <laughs> yeah, good having you on. All right. <laughs> Thank you. God bless everyone and uh, good night or bon voyage or good morning. Wherever you are. <laughs> Bye. Bye.